you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we talk about the Little Oven in beautiful East St. Paul, Minnesota, cover Take home deals from restaurants and drink a Surly Furious because apparently nothing goes better with pizza than beer. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. Hi, Andrea. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing well. That's fantastic. Um, So my spouse, mm-hmm. Justin, really loves... Friend of the show. Guest friend of the, of the Justin, show. Justin, guest of the show. Really loves the Little Oven. In fact, every time we used to visit your old house and your new house... Mm-hmm. talks about the little oven and how when he used to live in East St. Paul, he would go there and visit this place because and he ma- he makes it sound like the most magical place in the world. And um <laughs> the the thing about the up until this time, I had thought that the little oven was a take-home pizza joint because, because they did the like buy one get one yeah, for for takeout for 3.99. They mm-hmm. had a deal where you bought one and you got to take home a pizza for 3.99. And so I thought what, cause, well, okay. So, um, his family has like a, a pizza, a bar in like Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Yeah. That they get pizzas, frozen pizzas from. Oh. And they bring them home and they bake them. And so like, that's what I thought this place was. Okay. So you're combining those two yeah. into one And so thing. that's why I thought this, that's what I thought this place was. I thought this place was a similar place where like you could get like a regular pizza that was made for you and then they would give you like a frozen pizza to take home. Okay. I didn't realize that this was like a regular like, restaurant restaurant mm-hmm. that they just gave you an ex like an extra pizza for four bucks that you just took home. It's not just a regular restaurant too. It is a restaurant with like family size portions that are not designed to be family size entrees. It, what do you mean? So like every like there's a thing on their website that it just says the biggest portions. Um, and that is incredibly true. Every time I've eaten there, I've ended up having enough leftovers to have at least another full meal. Um, if not two. Like, uh, but I'm looking at the pastas right now mm-hmm. and like, you know, these don't seem like family size prices. I mean, they're not, it's like 10 bucks for ravi or 11 bucks for ravioli. Mm-hmm. That's like the price of a, you know, a single serving of ravioli. At- it's just, if you think of what, like, if you picture the serving of ravioli that you find in your head from the $10 price point, now imagine doubling that. That's generally what your portions are going to be. Really? Mm-hmm. And, and that, that, okay. Yeah. And it's good, right? It's fantastic. Like, their meatballs are delicious. The sauce that they have is, like, homemade and amazing. And, you know, it's just so many different combinations of pasta. I mean, the last time I went, I had, uh, it was, like, it was a, like, combo plate. So it was a cheese ravioli on top of spaghetti with meatballs. All of that was together in one plate. And we got breadsticks, 
with some like, you know, seasoned herb butter. And I ate some of that. And then I brought the rest of it home and I had two more full meals from that dish. That's amazing. Yeah. So listeners, if you're looking for like a really good uh, value that just keeps on giving, you should get food from the Little Heaven for sure. And it's like, it's definitely Italian food. You know, it's Italian American food. It's Mm -hmm. very traditional. It's not a lot of crazy things going on, but it's uh, like, it's a cash and check only. There is no credit cards accepted at this location. Yeah. uh, Why? Like, okay. So it's 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. I I mean, well, when we were looking this up, you found that you could actually place an order online, but you have to pay in cash or check when you arrive for yeah. checkout. Like you can't; it's not delivery. You physically have to pick it up, right? And you have to pay in cash or a check. Yeah, it's a that's a heck of an honor system, right? And there. there's no traveler's checks. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I get that. Because yeah. most people don't really have. I don't like. I don't know anybody who's actually gotten traveler's checks in the last True. ten years. Anyways. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really know of anyone who's written a check for like anything besides like maybe rent or a bill in yeah. the past. You don't generally bring your checkbook to restaurants anymore. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I mean, I. I. I, th- I don't think I've actually gotten my checkbook out in. Probably three years at this point because I can pay everything electronically. Yeah, we pay our mortgage with a check, and that and everything else is electronic. No, like, I mean we pay bills. ours electronically. Like our our mortgage is paid electronically online. See, we have to pay ours with a check. I'm sorry. It's how it's how it was worked out. Oh, um, there's a whole lot of other things going on. It's just easier for all right. of us to pay with a check. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Well, I think ours might be paid with like elect- like electronic, like with an e-check or yeah. something, but like it's still, it's electronic. It's not actually a handwritten thing we send in. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do have a handwritten check for mortgage. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're going that far afield about checks. No, but it's all- I think we can. I think it's we should. It's almost because checks, it, we, we are highlighting the fact that checks are so rarely used yeah. anymore. And we're, we're a travel podcast. Like in, mm-hmm. in, in the modern age, if you're going to run an establishment... Like mm-hmm. the like the only reason I can see you not accepting like credit cards at this point mm-hmm. are because you're actually running a front. <laughs> well, okay, like like no, like even even people like mm-hmm. if like I get that you have to pay a fee yeah. to accept credit, credit cards. cards, but we are we are in an age where we are we are becoming a cashless society, mm-hmm. and and it it's it's getting to the point where like it even i don't even care i don't even carry cash anymore the only time i carry cash is when i'm working at the renaissance festival and i just happen to have tips and cash i carry cash um when i get it for like birthday or right gifts Mm -hmm. so then like i have cash on me and then i'll just like you know it's like oh i've got like 40 dollars in cash so i'll just slowly spend that and kind of keep it on hand right exactly no, you're right. It is like it is very strange. Well, and like I get it. Like I get it from a business perspective mm-hmm. because you know if you're trying to operate a business, your your bottom line and your margins are razor thin, and especially in a restaurant, um, you know, a two percent difference could mean could make a difference for yeah. you. I just I just sort of feel like you're alienating a, a potential customer base from enjoying your restaurant. They do have an ATM on site yeah but it is odd Mm -hmm. but you know the the thing i will give to it 
is it is definitely like an old school place run by old school right. people mm-hmm. and you know like outside of a host that i think was in their 20s everyone that i've interacted there has been in their late 40s or early 50s right. at the youngest and i mean i want to make sure we we do highlight the fact that it's a wonderful place no, to it go no it really is it a is, wonderful place to go it is still go. very strange to to encounter a place that is still somehow cat like only cash in a near cashless society where it's like mm-hmm. okay, well, and it's not the only place that we've actually talked about on our show that's ca- that's cash only. I mean, that's you know, true. we we've talked about going to casinos, mm-hmm. and casinos are cash only, but that is by design. Yeah, so you don't gamble your money away on credit. Yeah, the last thing you want is to rack up ten thousand dollars in credit. Well, card and uh, in some places you actually can. You can get a line mm-hmm. of credit at casinos. Never do that. No, no, don't it. Don't do it. I actually right. worked for a company that extended credit like that for yeah. a while. So, um, before we jump back into talking about the food at Little Lemon, because I do want to talk about the food, I want to talk about what pairs well with food. Beer. Specifically... Says you. Uh, says me and a, <laughs> and, and lot, a lot of, of other people. Um, what I want to talk... To, I know you're going to... I already know you're not going to like this. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, so, just for those people who listen to me not like beer uh i am going to give the caveat today um i have been sucking on a cough drop because i am coming i've like coming out of having a cold so i still have a cough so i'm gonna rinse my palate with water but there's still gonna be the like lemon honey from the cough drop on my palate and i'm gonna try to ignore that as i taste so uh this is uh this is surly furious Furious is Surly's. Uh, Surly is a for our listeners that are not from Minnesota. Surly is basically um, the microbrewery of Minnesota. I mean, Summit is the microbrewery of yeah. Minnesota, but they're the one that actually they're the craft brewery of Minnesota. There we go. Sur- Surly is the microbrewery. They're the one that you know didn't really distribute outside of Minnesota for a long for time. a very long time. Like, they're the one that all of the craft beer lovers mm-hmm. just glommed onto when they started making beer because they made really good beer. Mm-hmm. And they had a really good marketing machine. They had a really good presence. They really gave back to their fans. They like, started doing darkness days. Yeah, they really know how to manage. I mean, they have a gorgeous facility. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um... Furious is their flagship mm-hmm. brew, and it's furious because it is furiously hopped. It's furious because oh, the um, it's furious because Whoa. the one of the hops that's used in it is a warrior hop. It's a warrior hop is a very aromatic, very acidic hop, so it's it's going to be super bitter and hop forward. Um, the other thing about uh, furious is that you know when the owner of surly kind of took over the production facility it used to be like a, a like a i think a manufacturing plant or, or a grain like mashing plant and so he thought well what better thing to name my beer than you know surly or furious you know something that just talks about like you know just being being angry and being mad about things and just tossing everything together into a into a blender and making beer and really when it comes down to it this is the beer to try if you want to try like one of the real things that sparked the craft brewery renaissance in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And so when we're looking at Furious, Furious has a kind of a real deep amber color. 
It's not very... like like you know a typical like some of the more modern West Coast style IPAs. This is real dark. Yeah, it's real thick. Um, you know when you smell it, it's it's got a real strong aroma to it. You can almost smell the grain when you smell it. I mean, I definitely get like uh like herbs and uh, malt. Mm-hmm. Like while yep. you were talking, I was doing the kind of like s- single nostril uh, sniffing yeah. that we've talked about previously, and uh, my right nostril gets malt, yeah. and my left nostril basically gets a meadow, mm-hmm. which is very strange. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know it's 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 delightful, and when you taste it, it's just um, it it really is just an assault on your tongue. Like it's gonna. It's going to roll over your tongue and the mouthfeel should feel just tingly and And this is not a nitro, rich. right? No, it's not a nitro. Okay. So wow. it will be very effervescent. Okay. So here we go. Let's do a taste. I'll let you taste while I talk. Okay. I'll let you get the sip in. Yep. And um, for our, our listeners, Aaron's got a sort of a quizzical look on his face and now here comes the oh. grimace. Oh. Yep. No, I knew this was coming. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So part of it is, uh, as I said before, I was sucking on a cough drop. So like Mm -hmm. the ultra sweet uh, honey lemon cough drop um, really offset, like really contrasted with um, the beer. Oh my goodness. That is a whole mouth of not pleasant for me. Yeah. I knew this one wouldn't be that, wouldn't be that way for you, but... Um, this is one of those ones that really offsets a spicy, like, it especially, um, especially when you think about, uh, like, a, a rich, spicy pizza sauce. Mm. Like, this is one of those ones that you would, that pairs so very well with that, because the, that, like, earthiness and that, that, of uh, the hops and that bitterness of that warrior hop really kind of plays with the spiciness of good garlic and tomato sauce i will take your word for it (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's again it's one of those things like if i break down the flavors it started off kind of with the malts and the like the herb herbaceousness that i'd kind of noticed but then like the rest of it just hit my palate and set me through the moon mm-hmm. well and and surely is one of those ones that i know you're not mm-hmm. going to appreciate because a, their beard is very grain forward when you drink mm-hmm. it like just in terms of the flavor like i mean i i realize that i'm making myself sound like a luddite here when it comes to <laughs> beer but like i mean i'm trying to explain it in terms of like aaron you know yeah i know enough to know that i barely know anything about beer but when it like i mean when it comes down to it I, it's a taste issue for me, mm-hmm. and it always has been. We found what, uh, like three now? Yeah, three officially. Technically two and a half, but well, yeah, two and a half. The other one was just it happened to be a nitro that Justin had. You know, I actually realized, and this is a, an aside to our um our state fair episode. I realized I actually had a bottle of water in my bag that I didn't <laughs> remember about until like after we left that night. So, like, I oh, ended no. up, like, Justin handed me the nitro to clear clear my palate from the, like, cake thing, and I just totally forgot that I had a bottle of water, like, waiting for me, <laughs> like a normal human being that was going to be out for hours. But, yeah. So, aside from that, like, I, again, like, the nitro for me, 
it's literally the nitro that just helps roll yeah. all of those flavors away from my palate mm-hmm. and just keeps the kind of crisp coolness of the liquid going. Whereas this is, it's so, it's so hoppy and it's full of just all of the parts of brew that my, my brain and my, and my body don't like. Yeah. It's got that grassiness that mm-hmm. like, um, just everything mm-hmm. tastes bitter. Yep, exactly. And that's that's the unique character of the hops that they use for Furious, too. Well, I'm glad I have water. Yeah, I'm glad you have water, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going we... to make you finish that one before the end of the episode. No, but uh, It's okay. We're going to keep right. going. Yeah. Um, uh, we can talk about the Little Oven a little bit more. Yeah, I'd actually like to find out. So um, all Justin's ever talked about are pizzas there. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do want to find out, like, the flavor of pizza from you. Because to me, like, the real key defining factor, there are two key defining factors in a pizza place. Mm-hmm. The first is the the sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I kind of break down, and I, I think I've, we've talked about this on, pe- on pizza before. Mm-hmm. The way that I kind of break down pizza flavor, pizza sauce flavor, is the, like, uh, spiciness mm-hmm. of it. Um, the, like, sweetness of it. Mm-hmm. And that, that, like like metallic like garlic flavor of it oh yeah yeah that's kind of how i i tend to like evaluate the the sauce flavor gotcha um and like i tend to appreciate ones that are a lot more like robust and spicy robust and spicy than sweet um and sweet is is a very strange term as well because like some people think sweet and they think sugary sweet um, in this instance we're more talking like a natural tomato sweetness yeah a natural sweet. tomato sweetness although some sauces are very sugary because yeah. they add sugar to them well and they have to kind of balance out the acid somehow in certain ways um or just how much acidity is in there from the uh from the tomatoes well they don't always have to i mean really good have to and <laughs> how they want to do it i guess yeah i do prefer a, a sweeter sauce um for pizza um but that really goes back to the the sauce that i grew up with yep and i do like, just i've only like i had the last time i had a little oven pizza it was a long while ago okay. so i'm gonna caveat that um it's been a really long time since i've actually interacted with their sauce if i remember correctly it is more kind of like a thick robust um like tomato forward affair um with some garlic in it but it's not like um, it's almost like their marinara sauce that's thicker. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Um, whereas, God, every place you go has different sauce. Like they I do. I, I, I mean, literally, that's the unique thing about pizza. The last time I had a pizza from the Little Oven, it was just like a basic pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Because um, every time I go to the Little Oven, I always get a big plate of pasta. Right. Like I got the mezzo mezzo last time I was there, and that is that ravioli mm-hmm. and uh, and spaghetti with meatballs, and mm. it's amazing, right? And th- so, and then um, the other factor is whether they use uh, cheese slices or shredded cheese. Well, that I don't know. Well, you you can tell, like you can tell because when you look at the pizza, how it pulls apart. If it pulls apart and it like kind of tears, then it's usually the shredded cheese. But if like it definitely has to be cut. It's usually slices. Mmm. Yeah. I'm trying to find if they actually say that. Because I think they might actually, on some of their pizzas, like some of their specific pizza, they might have done that. But that might have been like a short-term thing. Okay. Let me double check. Let's take a look. No. Yeah. It doesn't really say what kind of cheese they use. It just says cheese. 
on their website. Yeah, they've got, it's like, it's generally mozzarella. The barbecue chicken pizza has a blend of mozz and, mm-hmm. and cheddar. Um, everything else is just kind of shredded shredded mozzarella. They, I don't think they actually do the, like, pats of uh, yeah. mozzarella. They might, because I think they might have, like, a Neapolitan that they do sometimes. Sure. You might be able to ask for it, and they might have some, like, slices of mozz mm-hmm. that they do. Well, and there's no, like, there's nothing wrong with using shredded mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a different flavor that it adds to the pizza. Yeah, and it's actually weird, because if you use a shredded, moisture-reduced mozzarella that's pre-shredded versus shredding your own moisture-reduced mozzarella, it's they're, they're, those have very different flavor profiles, too. I love too. that we have you on this show. I love that you're my... Because <laughs> you have the pizza knowledge, so... It's like... Because if you get... When you use a fresh mozzarella, it imparts a lot of liquid to your to Right, your exactly. So, you know, if you have a really, really thick sauce, it's going to thin out if you're mm-hmm. using fresh mozzarella that's not been, you know, like even if we pat it dry, it still has a lot of residual right. moisture. Um, the like moisture reduced stuff that you can get in most grocery stores um, and especially at like Whole Foods and stuff for sure. They'll have a lot of varieties of it. Um, it's like, it's a little nuttier mm-hmm. and... It melts more consistently, and it doesn't add any extra liquid to the pizza itself. And then the pre-shredded stuff, I try to generally stick away from unless I'm lazy. Um, and I don't want to go buy extra cheese. It's like we made pizza at home last night, mm-hmm. and we got just a bag of the moisture-reduced pre-shredded. And it's fine. It tastes good. Like, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's not the end of the world. I use the bag stuff when I make chicken crust pizza mm, mm-hmm. because it tends to bind together with shredded chicken much better. Mm, that too. Or ground chicken, I should say. Also, the, the pre-shredded, I, I have found it works it works better if you're adding other cheeses so mm-hmm. that they they melt, they melt right. together instead of having Because they have different like melting points. Because mm-hmm. I did a... Um, I did a mix of the moisture reduced mozz with the uh, with a like a white sharp cheddar. Oh my word, that sounds so amazing, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Can we have pizza? Yeah. Okay. I was actually so we um we we had a friend over and we promised them we would make pizza and I like kind of just put it at the back of my yeah. mind for for several days and uh, Zabi finally reminded me and I'm like we didn't make dough. Yeah. And dough, like if you yeah, make dough, is dough important. like yeah. you need to you need to have it rest and mm-hmm. proof for at least six hours the second time. And it should prove for at least two to four the first time. And I'm like, we don't have enough time to make pizza dough. When when we start our streaming channel, we are totally going to make food and drinks for everybody that's on there. Yeah. And we're going to talk about them while we play games. Absolutely. Yeah. We might even put a table in front of the screen so that we can like make a drink or something while we stream. That would be cool. Um, We just told something that is (laughs) in an indefinite amount of time in the future. So if you're listening to this, this, that's something that is is a plan for the future that is still in its infancy as an idea. Yes. But if you're interested, email fans at travelbyproxy.com and say, yes, I'm interested because that sounds cool. Or just email us in general. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Anyway, uh, Little Oven. So, take-home pizza. Take-home pizza. Um, I I love the idea of restaurants that actually specifically make take-home items. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm going to digress a little bit here, but there is this place in um, 
what uh it's in in wisconsin um cumberland cumberland wisconsin okay called bonacasa bonacasa yeah it is not bonacasa because the owners of the place pronounce it bonacasa <laughs> nice but they have some of the best pasta sauce and Ooh. like uh ravioli mm-hmm. i'm sorry raviolis <laughs> that i have ever had in my life because like like the ravioli are um i'm sorry raviolis are uh, about that big it's like a four inch circle yeah they are Jeez. um they are like stuffed pockets and like they're they're four bites each essentially like that's oh, how large they are and um, they're, they're actually, like, they're frozen. So they're flash frozen, and okay. you take them home, and you, like, just boil them up, and you serve them. And they they serve, like, you can take home, like, a log of Italian sausage if you want. Oh, nice. And, um, <laughs> and like, uh, we'll, we'll do that and uh, eat, like, the Italian sausage and the pasta sauce and and these ravioli. And uh, it it is... It is worth the journey. Like if you ever have to travel to um, Cumberland, Wisconsin, well, or to tr- or travel to like a relative's house, yeah, like through there. Oh yeah, it's worth the detour because you can get like take homes. Do you have any like any places like that that have like a take home menu that? Ooh, not really. Like my dad swears by the beside a bar mm. up north. Um, I've only eaten there once, and I don't remember a lot of it. Because I wasn't driving. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got there, I was pretty wasted. So um, it's, I mean, it's the Poseidon Bar is one of those places. It's its its way out there in the middle of mm-hmm. kind of nowhere. And um, it's got pull tabs and it's just like your neighborhood bar. I really love neighborhood bar, like neighborhood pull tab bars. They Those are really my favorite just to take like... <laughs> You go to the cabin and you yep. get your uh, you get your friends together and you go to you get like a hundred bucks eat you you pull your twenties <laughs> and you just drink your Coors Lights mm-hmm. and you play some pool tabs from a can Coors Light from a can always too you know it's uh, like I don't really have a neighborhood bar that I go to because I, I know I don't like well we don't really go to those places we don't go anymore to the same place mm-hmm. consistently anymore when we tra- when I travel now it's like I have to go somewhere new and exciting. Yeah. And uh, well, because we have the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I haven't been to Florida except like I went to Florida for um to to get on my cruise and I did Disney. Yeah. But it's like I was just at Disney. I didn't do anything else. Um, there is one. So I swear by uh, Carbonians in South Minneapolis, yeah. South of Cedar. Their deep dish pizza is a great thing to order, take home, put in your fridge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, next the next day. day, put it in your oven and let it like reheat so the crust crisps. Mm-hmm. It is probably the best second day pizza I've ever had. If you ever need to microwave your pizza the next day, put like a little ramekin half full of water into your microwave with it. And it'll keep your bread from getting like it'll keep the crust from getting all like tough and weird. What? Yeah. I love that you're just staring at me. I just re- I just remembered that as I, we were talking I about was reheating a, I pizza. I was a fat kid growing up, 
Um, I used to bring frozen pizza to l- school lunch oh, wow. and microwave it. Oh, like from a frozen state? Yeah. And like a Totino's? No. Like a Jack's? No. Like, uh, like, like we would get like, like, you know, like delivery pizza. Oh, okay. I would bring like it, like a plastic wrapped pizza and okay. like put it on a plate and microwave it. Yeah. The microwaving is like how most people reheat their, right, their but, leftovers. but... If I had known that I could have put like a little dish in there and and had good pizza, that would have been amazing. Oh my word! So if you love these tips, seriously, tweet at us or uh, email us fans at travelbyproxy.com. We're out of time for today, but that doesn't mean our show has to end. You can contact us by emailing us at the aforementioned address. You can also leave a comment on our Facebook page. Oh, that's another thing you can do. The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarius. Jarius, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. It can be found at dig.ccmixer.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you Walk a look out your window. window. Moving peace, stones, and your Rearranging all the pieces that you find Now we're talking about Things and places, all the names And the faces of all the people that you love